Welcome, everyone, to Take the Lead. As you know, I'm your host, William Kliske. You already know who I am. I'm John O'Halloran. And let's just jump right into some basketball, shall we? Yes. So the first thing I wanted to bring up is uh, Luka Doncic. Had a historic night the other day. Mm-hmm. Fastest, or what's the word? Uh, lowest amount of time played for a trip for a 30-plus point triple-double. He had 35 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, and 25 minutes of play. I also got something else about Luka. He joins uh, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan, Oscar Robinson to reach 300 points, 100 rebounds, 100 assists in the last 10 games, making him the fifth player in NBA history to average 30 points, uh, triple-double over any 10-game span. Wow. So, I mean, Luka's definitely proved himself to be a top player in the and league. And he's off to a hot start this year, too. The thing is about Luka, he's only 20. That, he's that's only literally insane. 20. He's only going to get better. Yeah. Unless somehow... He falls off and or just gets people forget or about gets him. like a massive injury, which yeah, which definitely no one hopes because Luca, dude, <laughs> I I don't know where you got this greatness from, but Jesus, man, it's because he's from he's an overseas talent. That's why. Yeah, it's true. So, um, from someone who's killing it in his second year, let's bring it to someone who's kind of left the league. Pau Gasol, he says he'll no longer be part of Portland's player roster. Yep, the veteran star confirmed he will not be returning to the team as a player and will focus completely on recovering from a left foot injury and a coaching he there may be a coaching role in the future with the Trailblazers. So, thoughts? Um, it's definitely his time to hang it up. You now he had a good career, won two titles with the um Lakers. Do you think this is kind of in part of Carmelo Anthony getting a roster spot? Maybe. And yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Think he ever plays again, or do you think? He's I don't think so. Done, he's, done. he's done with a foot injury. He's up there in age. He's yeah, yeah. he's done. He, he'll make a great coach. Yeah. So those are our two quick basketball topics. Got a couple more. No. Well, I was gonna jump into a big basketball topic. Oh, you and were. Then we can do some small ones. So those are a couple quick basketball topics. So I just want to talk about this. We, we're gonna jump from NBA to college basketball for a minute. Okay. Memphis star freshman James Wyman, he must sit out 12 games and won't be eligible to return until January 12th. It's a lot of time to miss. And will also have to pay $11,500 to a charity of his choice because his coach at Memphis, who wasn't the coach at the time, loaned him $11,500 to help his family move. You know, as a coach, be, you know you're not supposed to do that. It violates the NCAA rules. Um, it's too bad for the too bad for the kid because I heard obviously getting um getting recruited as a college uh, or a high school player. Um, it's usually pretty good, but in his case, what he what's about to happen right now, it's not good because I'm sure at his age he doesn't have eleven thousand dollars. Well, if he did, he wouldn't have needed a loan to move his family. Yeah. Um, Do you want to hear the statement the NCAA put out? Yes. So this is the full statement. Uh, November 20th, 2019 at 5.05 p.m. Uh, James Wiseman, a freshman on the University of Memphis men's basketball team, must sit 11 additional games, 12 total, 
based on recruiting and inducements that his family received before enrolled at Memphis and for competing in three games while ineligible. He will be eligible to compete in Memphis January 12th contest at South Florida. He also must donate 11-5 to a charity of his choice. The decision is based on guidelines created and approved by NCAA members. According to the facts of the case submitted on November 14th and agreed upon by the school, Wiseman's mother received $11,500 from Memphis booster Alfernine Penny Hardaway mm-hmm. before Memphis employed him as its head's, head men's basketball coach. The benefit was permissible because of Hardaway's status as a Memphis booster. Hardaway had made donations to the school in the past, including $1 million to help build the Penny Hardaway Athletic Hall of Fame at the school. Boosters cannot provide financial assistance to prospective student-athletes, their family members, or friends unless that assistance is generally available to other members of the student body and is not given based on athletics ability. So, so he's in a- do you think... This is a fair punishment in regards to the donations part of it. I do. Do you? I mean, it's... Yes and no. Like, I understand it's part of the rules and all, but if he needed that 11-5 to help his family move, how on earth is he going to get 11-5 yeah, when especially you can't make money I while wonder you're if playing like, college basketball? I wonder if there's like a time... Like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. A, a timeline? A time frame? A time frame he has to get the money by? That I don't know. I didn't see anything in regards to a time frame. So let's just hope it's that I mean, he can do it after he makes money in the NBA. Yeah, I. It's just unfortunate that uh that happened. So, uh, one final question in reg- for the story, or we'll do two quick ones. Do you think this quote unquote fine will have a play in? the way college athletes will be able to make money in the future using their likeness. So if they have to make a donation, quote-unquote, they are actually able to afford it. Uh, There's a slight chance it might happen because I know this debate's been going on for years that college athletes should get paid. Or at least be able to make money with their likeness. I think so. I mean... And second question is, do you think this whole incident will affect Wiseman's draft stock this coming year, assuming he enters the draft? I don't Because uh, he could have been a number one overall pick. If he does end up going to the um, NBA, I think he'll be picked late in the first round. Late in the first round? Yeah. But between maybe 10 and 25. So large gap. That's half the first round right there. Or I'll say between ten and twenty. Uh, is it just because of this incident? And yeah. Him not really being able to play in basketball or in college. Or when you say he comes back in January. January twelfth. Then the uh, usually, that's usually where almost kind of the college season ends January February. Then you got March Madness. Yeah. So if he doesn't play in a lot of games this year, well, he's already played in a few. I think he'll play one more year next year, then go to the NBA. Yeah. Let me check something real quick. Okay. I'm I'm looking up his stats so far for the season. Let's see, James Wiseman. So in the three games he played, he averaged twenty three minutes a game, nineteen point seven points. 10.7 rebounds in three blocks. So, 
Those are very solid numbers. You're putting some work in. A lot of work. Yeah, and that's only on 23 minutes of playing. That's half a game right there. Yeah. Just over half. With uh, over 75% from the field and uh, 70% from the free throw line. Yeah. Um, so. we're, we're, if, if he does go, what's your opinion? Like, Do you see him getting drafted or do you see him? I still think I think he'd be like a top five still. So you don't see him after all this? Missing a lot of playing time, you don't see him staying another year in college. No, because his his um, abilities just speak for themselves. Yeah. So, what other basketball topics you got there, John? Uh, do you think Marker Smart is a defensive player of the year? I definitely think he could be. Yes. Or players he guards shoot thirty three point one percent. Players he guards shoot eleven point eight percent lower than average. Uh, so far, the uh, players Marcus Smart has guarded this year, Kawhi Leonard, three points, Luka Donich, four points, and Giannis, five points. I definitely think... I was... I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I definitely think if he isn't a defensive player in the year, he definitely should at least be... Considered? At least in the top portion of the conversation. Yeah, his defense past couple years has always been improving. Yeah, and he's he was good to begin with. It just seems to get better every yeah. year. So I definitely think he's in the conversation, but I feel like they usually give defensive player of the year to like big men who, yeah, are big name people. Yeah. So with those numbers, I think he definitely could be in consideration. Uh, Kimba Walker scary injury last night running to uh, Simi Ojale. Oh, is his own teammate too? Yep, had his head down trying to make a play for the ball. Oh, and he just turned around, ran right into his chest. Uh, at first, I thought it was a neck injury. It was pretty scary. I actually changed the game to uh, watch the Celtics. I changed it back, and uh, I saw someone getting put on a stretcher, and I saw Celtics players surrounding. Um, you got to be kidding me. Another injury. And when I saw it was uh, Kemba, I was like, yeah, great. Now Kemba's out, now uh, as well as Gordon. But it's concussion-like system, sy- concussion-like uh, symptoms. symptoms. So hopefully he gets the rest he needs. Hopefully it, that he doesn't miss a lot of time because uh, – the Celtics team has been playing very well lately. Even on the road trip, they went two and three, but they're still one of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, so hopefully, he makes a quick recovery. Yeah, he was released from the hospital and will be reevaluated today. And I found a clip of the video, so I'm just gonna watch that real quick. Shh, I'm doing the podcast. Ooh. doesn't even look too bad. No. But I'm sure it's just like, because it is going a little slow. Uh, it's right on the top of the head. Yep. Yeah, I think he just definitely, like, maybe, like, caught a rib to the head, which put it, pushed it down. But, yeah, that could have definitely turned out a lot worse. Yes. Any other basketball stuff you got? Yep. Uh, let's hear it. Uh, Magic lose Nikolai uh, Vucevic at least a month with a right uh, ankle injury. Also, I got my scores. The Lakers yeah, beat scores. the uh, <laughs> the scores. The Lakers beat the uh, Thunder, uh, one thirty to one twenty seven. Another high scoring game. Anthony Davis thirty three eleven seven. Celtics fall to the Nuggets ninety six ninety two. Nikolai Djokovic uh, eighteen points, sixty rounds, ten assists. Um, Clippers beat the Rockets. Another high-scoring game again. The NBA this season, one twenty-two to one nineteen. Uh, Twenty-four points, six rebounds, three assists for Ky- uh, Kyrie Leonard. Uh, 
The um, Sixers beat the uh, Spurs 115-104. to 104. Joel Embiid, 24 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists. And the Spurs is here 5-11. It's not usually like them. Um, Mavericks over the Cavaliers, 143-101. Luka Donich again, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 14 assists. The uh, Jazz beat the uh, Warriors one. Sorry, I'm just laughing at the Warriors record. What is their record? Three and fourteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. One, <laughs> one thirteen to one oh nine. Donovan Mitchell, thirty, uh, thirty points, four rebounds, four assists. The uh, Heat beat the Bulls one sixteen to one oh eight. Jimmy Butler, twenty seven uh, points, five rebounds, seven assists. The Pistons beat the Hawks one twenty eight to one oh three. Andre Drummond. Uh, 23 points, 15 rebounds. The uh, Wizards beat the uh, Hornets 125-2018. Bradley Beal, uh, 30 points, 5 rebounds, 12 assists. And the uh, Nets beat the uh, Kings 116-97. Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, 23 points and 7 assists. And uh, I know we can talk about this Monday, but I'm saying now, Kyrie Irving is not playing against the Celtics on Wednesday because he's, he's a little baby. Is he really not? He have a shoulder injury. <laughs> Winebag. <laughs> Oh my lord! Sorry, that's pretty much all I got for NBA. Oh, that's funny. Oh well, uh, last two games with ten assists in seven straight games: Magic Johnson, LeBron James. That's a little thing I wrote down. And Warriors still have the worst record in the league. Like you said, they're three and fourteen. The worst teams in the East: uh, the Cavs, the Hawks, and the Knicks are all four and eleven. Warriors, rest in peace. Yeah, and as of right now, the Bucks are first in the East at twelve and three, and the Lakers are thirteen and two and first in the West. So, switching sports, shall we? Yeah, what do you want to jump to? Want to just get your hockey minute out of the way? Yeah, let's get stupid. Let's get my hockey minute out of the way. Aye, right. go. The uh, Penguins over the Devil last night, four to one. Senators over. Oh my God, I forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Looks like you're going to make it a minute today. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure they beat the Ducks, but I'm not quite sure. I should have wrote it down. Bear with me, folks. We're bearing with you. Oh, no. They beat the Rangers 4-1. to one. Uh, The Capitals, with the standings now, are 16-4-4, 36 points. The Bruins are 14-3-5 with 33 points. The Blues are 14-4-5 with 33 points. The Oilers are 14-7-3-31. And if the uh, playoff started today out in the West, you have the uh, Blues versus the um, the uh, Golden Knights, uh, Colorado versus the Jets, uh, Orioles versus the Stars, Coyotes versus the Canucks. Then um, on the East, you got the uh, Capitals that will be playing the Flyers, the uh, Islanders versus Hurricanes, Bruins versus Penguins, uh, Canadians versus Panthers. And this is from November 19th, which was only... Just a few days ago, so hopefully this is still uh, the updated bracket. If not, I'm sorry. Blame the NHL Instagram page. Now, that's all I got for my hockey two minutes because I decided not to write down the Rangers. Uh, You still barely only got over a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You're at like a minute 15. Nice. So, let's jump and do some football news. Colts. They lost on Thursday. Gave me a loss. Gave John the win with the Texans. Our updated records are 86 and 57 for John and 83 and 60 for me. Yeah, we're not picking the Colts anymore. No, Brad mentioned here so many times that we're done picking the Colts. We'll get we'll get to our picks in the second half of the show, but I just want us just say the Colts. I pick them, they lose. I don't, they win. 
So, Brad, I'm going to do you a solid. I'm never going to pick them again, so I guess they're winning the rest of the season. And Yeah, until they get to the playoffs and choke. Literally. But one thing I wanted to mention is do you think there's any chance that a wide receiver could win MVP this year? Because I don't know. That's actually a good question. Because Michael Thomas, he's just going off. Yep. So I don't know if you saw this, but Michael Thomas has equal or more receptions and receiving yards than all of the wide receivers on the Eagles it's and embarrassing. the Rams. Absolutely embarrassing. He has 94 receptions already. Eagles only have 93. Ravens have 94. He has 1,141 receiving yards. The Ravens only have 1,022. The Eagles only have 1,008 receiving yards. So yeah, Eagles running back. I mean, uh, wide receiver core is... So that means Carson Wentz only has 1,000 passing yards so far this season. That's bad enough. Um, no, uh, no, that's wrong. That's what their wide receivers. He... It all depends on how many passes he did to running backs. If Michael Thomas does win MVP, he'd be the first uh, wide receiver ever to win MVP. It's always a quarterback or running back. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him winning it. Holy crap! But it's just crazy to think about. A kicker won it in 1982 for the Redskins. I huh. believe it. Hey, you never know. I believe it. Uh, let's see, game logs. What game logs? 2019. Trying to see how many passing yards Carson Wentz has this season. Uh, yards. He has 2,274 passing yards. Not bad. Could have more if he had receivers. Yeah. So the fact that only 1,000 receiving yards with the receivers, that means more running backs. I guess tight ends are excluded, too, from yeah. that list. So. Uh, it's definitely yeah. be tough for Michael Thomas to win MVP because you got you know, Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, up there in Canada. Yeah. Um, I don't know why um, I mentioned MVP, but also you could say Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, he's having a great season. He's definitely killing it. So the just the fact that his stats are better than two teams. That's pretty sad. It's crazy, especially um, for the Eagles' sakes. Wide receivers are poo poo. <laughs> wide receivers are poo poo. MLB. Let's see if there's any MLB news. I'm doing a quick down. Google search. All right, let's hear it. The White Sox and Jose Abreu agree to a, a three-year, fi- $50 million deal. The White Sox also signed catcher uh, Yasami uh, Grandal to a $73 million. That's uh, a four-year contract. The White Sox roster is looking pretty good now. Uh, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Juan Wincota, uh, Ule Jimenez, and uh, Yasami Grandal. All the White Sox really need is pitching. I heard their uh, front runs for Zach Wheeler, but let's see if that happens. Uh, they got money. They're looking to spend it. So it looks like the White Sox are trying to be contenders again for the first time in a long time. Also, the Yankees uh, plan not to pay Jacoby Ellsbury the remaining uh, $26 million due to under contract. Uh, I was going to bring that up. Uh, can, um, they say he violated the deal by getting unauthorized medical treatment. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Let's talk about it. Um, where is it? I think they released him. They did. What, he signed like a freaking seven-year contract? Yeah, it was something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't even played since 2017. <laughs> so he's been out for a whole two years, and he still has two years remaining. 
Yankees. On his deal. That blew up in your face he, big time. He signed a seven-year, $153 million contract. Now, I just want to bring the I just want to ask you this question because it just came to my mind. Is that potentially one of the worst MLB contracts of all time? I he only played for them for what three years because he was out for the past two. He had two left, so that's four. So a fraction of three years. I definitely think so. I don't. You got you got to add it up there. I mean, he barely played for. Well, I mean, he played a few years for them, but he's missed the last two seasons. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Um, I gotta find his name real quick. Uh, while you find the name, um, I th- the Phillies are also interested in D.D. Gregorius. They are. Yep. Um, I don't think as bad as uh the Bobby um Bolina contract. The Mets twenty five. My reading that twenty five years, twenty nine million. They signed him for twenty five. That can't be right. After what? nine times season, Bolina was still owed nearly uh. Six million by the Mets. He and his agent made an agreement with the Mets owner Fred uh, Wilmot Bolin would wouldn't take a salary for a decade and two, and in two thousand eleven he would be paid nearly thirty million over twenty five year span. <sighs> so he's be Mets team ownership was forced them to pay the outfielder one point uh nineteen million through two oh my god, he's getting paid one point uh nineteen Million until uh twenty thirty five, right? Yeah. So this con, I think the Bobby's uh, contract is worse, but Jacoby's. Definitely I don't think it's worse because they were able to spread it out. I Jacoby mean, got paid twenty six million dollars for the past two years. They didn't play. I mean, the Bobby Bolina contract is pretty bad, but I, I would say the Jacoby one's pretty bad because, yeah. I mean, it worked out in our favor because we had Mookie Betts. Yeah. Um, so Yankees, we beat you at something again. Yeah, twenty-seven World Series, yeah. and also um, the Seattle Mariners. They did something that has never been done in the MLB before. I saw that they became the first team to sign a Double A player to a long-term extension. They signed first, or they signed. Um, where is it? I lost his name. Oh, first baseman Evan White. He's 23, spent last season with the AA Arkansas Travelers. He haven't played AAA yet, and they already paid him nope. that much. They What? I said he hasn't played AAA, uh, AAA yet, and they paid him that much. You don't even know how much they paid him. I haven't said it yet. <laughs> oh, no, I saw it, but, I mean, I saw it last <laughs> night. Making four mil a year. No, that's not that's not how numbers work. Yeah, it is. Six years, $24 million contract. That's crazy. Watch him having pan out. There's also three club options, so they have the option to cancel it. Probably years four, five, yeah. and six. The contract can ma- ooh. The contract is reportedly a six-year deal worth twenty-four million dollars and contains three club options. The contract can max out at fifty-five point five million if the options are exercised, mm-hmm. according to the Athletics' Robert Murray. The rebuilding Mariners, who finished the 2019 season at 68 and 94, are able to solidify White as a key part of their path to contention. White is expected to become the Mariners' primary first baseman. So I guess he's jumping all the way up to the Mariners. Could be in the NBA, uh, MBA, MLB soon. Yeah, uh, in Double A, he hit 293, 350, 488 with 55 RBIs, 18 home runs, 13 doubles, and two triples in 92 games. 
It's pretty solid numbers. And they selected him with the 17th pick in the 2017 draft. He's the fourth best prospect in the Seattle's farm system. And... Uh, yeah, the the Phillies did something similar in signing a player without MLB experience to a long-term deal in March when they agreed to a six-year contract with prospect Scott Kingery. Yep. So, yeah. Do you have anything else for yeah, any other sport? Right here, uh, Bowling became the highest-paid player at the time. He signed a five-year $29 million. When I, I said it was 25 years, but... I so he's got to sign a five-year deal. So this dude's still getting paid. Yeah. I would love to just get signed by a random team and get paid freaking that much money for 25 years. Just walk into work one day. Hey, I quit on the spot. Why? Because I signed with the uh, Yankees. I'm getting paid for the next 25 years. I don't even play, so bah. Yeah, because, um, yeah, he's like 1.2 mil a year until he is 72. That's how old he'll be when he receives his last contract as part of a deferred payment deal negotiated after he retired. This guy's not even working right now. He's making money. He hasn't played in the MLB since 2001. He's made like 19, 20 million bucks. He's probably laughing at the Mets right now. I would be. I would be too. I'll drive with my Lamborghini right by the Mets uh, ballpark and give the finger. I wouldn't do That's not nice. Well, yeah, it is because they're still paying. Yeah, so... But, um, <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's pretty much all I got for baseball. Uh, do you got anything else? Uh, nothing's really happened. Yeah, nothing's happened too much yet. No, uh, there's just only been really two big signings in the MLB. And free agency what I mean. But, uh, yeah, what else about that six-year deal? But uh, still no uh, Mookie Betts news about him getting moved. But so hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon. Yeah, so that's all you got, too? Yep. So... That's the half. And we're back. So we just went through all of our news and other sports. So let's just jump right into our picks. Actually, have some. Uh, oh, yeah, more Do you hear what uh, Miles Garrett just claimed what uh, Mason Rudolph said? No. He said uh, he claims Mason Rudolph used the um, racial slur. Yeah, That's, okay. You had. I don't believe that. You had an official right there. You had. Um, a Steelers player pushing you back. You had players around you. If, in fact, uh, Mason Ruff did say the racial slur, it would have came out that night. It would have came out a day later, two days later. Oh. It wouldn't have came out, what, a week later? A week uh, and a half later? yeah. So I, I don't know what this guy's trying to do. What, if he's just trying just to... Trying to gain symp- sympathy. If if And if it indeed did happen... Then That's Mason Rudolph should be. We hate you. You're officially hated. Yeah, but uh, it's like, dude, come on. You waited a week to say that. You had players around you. There's an official around you. In fact, if he did say it, it would have came out that night. It would have come out a day later. But you're coming a week later and saying, "Oh, I did it because he called me." You know what? Come on, dude. Seriously. Yeah. So you know, Patriots won't resign Antonio Brown. Yeah, I can't figure that. I thought you were going to say something out there. No, I was right. So you want to uh, jump into the picks? Yeah, yeah. So, John, as we as I mentioned in the first half, 
You are 86 and 57, and I am 83 and 60. Close These records are just getting ridiculously high. We're getting into baseball record territory right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest laugh I've ever done. But you're up by three. And who do you have for Browns versus Dolphins? Uh, Browns defense played really well against the Escalers, including swing and a helmet. I'm funny. Um, Dolphins, they did win two games in a row, but I just think that the uh, Browns are, are obviously better. Uh, I think their defense can go out there and play the way it did against the Brown, uh, against the Steelers. So I got the Browns winning this game. Yeah, I have the Browns winning too, just because the Dolphins. Two games. That was that was it. That's all you had. <laughs> Can't really put any more to yeah. it. Uh, Lions Redskins. Ooh. I got the Lions winning this game. Okay. I just think that uh, the Redskins are at the point where they're not even trying anymore. I feel like the Lions might be at that point, yeah, too. Yeah, the Redskins are at the point of saying, why even try when we can get a uh, you know, a top five pick? Yeah. Um, Like you said about the Lions, they're probably thinking the same way, but... Because they're 3-6-1? and one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat with the Lions. Just Redskins is not a good team. I think Jeff, if... Uh, yeah, Jeff Driscoll's playing. I think he's going to do very uh, very well against that uh, Redskins uh, defense. So I got um, the Lions winning this game. All right. And so I'm going to go first this time just because I want to make a point. Raiders-Jets, I'm going Jets. You are? They, they've been doing decently well recently. They've yeah. won the past two games. They're now 3-7, and seven, but still not a great record. But I think... This is going to be my upset of the week. The three and seven Jets are going to beat the six and four Raiders. I got the Raiders. I was trying to be um, Chris Berman, but it didn't work too well. <laughs> the Raiders been doing good. John Gruden has been doing a fantastic job with that team. Derek Carr is playing good. Um, they're doing extremely well without Antonio Brown, even though we didn't even play with him. I think they're going to continue. I think the uh, Raiders are a legit team to make the playoffs, so I got the Raiders winning this game. All right, Giants-Bears. Well, Mitch Trubisky is good to go for the Bears, but uh, he's poo-poo caca. They're not doing good this year. I did not think they were going to be where they were. The I Bears are 4-6, and six and the Giants are 2-8. and eight. Eek. I had the Bears uh, making the playoffs. Pretty sure I had them winning the division. Uh, Giants are not a good team. That's another team that's not even – they're not even trying anymore. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bears in this one. I think the the Bears need this. The Bears need this win more than anything to get yeah. back in the hunt. Yeah, I agree with you completely. But hmm, let's see. Do I make an upset again? Yeah, I'm gonna. You are. I'm gonna have the Giants upset the Bears. Ooh, mainly because. I think the Bears are basically out of it. They're four and six, third in their division, and the Packers and the Vikings are eight and two and eight and three respectively. So it's yeah, be, so it's like they basically have to win all their games to, to maybe make, make it. Yeah, to maybe make it. Yeah. So I'm just, just gonna upset again. We're gonna have the Giants over the Bears. Um, let's just hope this works out for me because the Giants are on a six-game losing streak. <laughs> Panthers, Saints. Um, I got the Saints winning this game. 
So do I. I just think that the, but uh, the way the um, who the Panthers played last week against the Falcons, I don't think they're going to be ready, especially for the Saints. Um, and ever since Kyle Allen, yeah, he's dominated the beginning of the year. He's just he's been, cooled down. He's been on this very massive downhill spiral. Yes. And it's, it's going to continue against a very good Saints team. Oh, 100%. So let's just jump into a game that my bookie has the Eagles as the favorites. I don't know who the hell did against this. Against the Seattle Seahawks. My bookie, if you're listening. I where, put $10 on the game. My bookie. That's if, how confident I am. Whoever put this bet down my bookie, you were drunk. You were doing drugs when you did this. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so... I take it you're taking the Seahawks. Actually, I I can't pick against my team. So you're going to the Eagles? Yeah, I okay. know. I know the Seahawks. I'm the, going Seahawks. The Seahawks been great all season. No Russell uh, Wilson. Almost said Westbrook. Uh, no, the way he's been playing with DK Metcalf. Uh, I know Ty Lockett's going to play, but I don't think it's going to make a difference because uh, they signed Josh Gordon. Also, uh, the Eagles defense has been very well. The cornerbacks. I think it was their cornerbacks gave up 14 touchdowns in the first five games, but since Jalen Mills. Has been back with um, I can't forget. Uh, can't remember his name, but Jalen Mills and someone else. The Eagles' defense uh, secondary has only given up four touchdowns the past couple of games. I think that's what the stat was. Uh, the Eagles have to play very well in this game, but uh, not only that, their defense has been playing fantastic. It's been playing great, but the thing that needs to play good this game is their offense. Their offense was atrocious against the Patriots. They couldn't get the ball moving. Uh, the pass game was terrible. Carson Wentz was missing players, overthrowing players. He can't play like that this weekend. And he's going to. <laughs> you probably, I'm sorry. It's all right. I don't uh, know what happened. I coughed and their, some their, words came out. Their receivers have to play, have to catch the ball. He can't overthrow receivers to play. Uh, he can't overthrow receivers in this game if they want to win. But like I said, uh, you got an MVP candidate on the other side of the ball, so the defense has to play good. But I'm going with the Eagles in this one. Yeah, I'm... Going with the Seahawks for the exact opposite of everything you just said, yeah, basically. Uh, eek. So, uh, Bucks Falcons. Uh, Austin Hooper and Devontae Freeman has been rest of the uh, Bucks. I actually got the Bucks in this game. Oh yeah. Even though the Falcons have won two straight games, you know they beat a good Saints team two weeks ago. They beat the uh, Panthers last week. Yeah. I just think having these two players is going to hurt them. Uh. I kind of go with the Bucks in this one. I'm going with the Bucks as well, just because I don't trust the Falcons. I don't know what's really upset. All. Both teams are absolutely hot garbage. Yeah, and from more garbage teams to some more pretty garbage teams. Broncos versus Bills. <laughs> uh, I got the Bills in this one. You know, the defense is really good. Uh, Josh Allen has been playing pretty decent. You know, he has his games here and there. I think it's going to continue against uh, a Broncos team that blew a what twenty nothing lead, twenty three nothing lead last week against the Vikings. Um, I got the beer. Uh, I got the Bills in this one. I just don't see the uh, the Broncos doing what they did last week against the Vikings against a good Bills team. Yeah, the bill the Bills are doing decent this year. What are they eight and three? They're uh, seven and three. Seven and three. But they they are not that good still, even with that good record. Yeah. And the Broncos are just the exact opposite. At uh, three and seven. <laughs> Sorry, I'm chewing up food. It's all right. Apologizing to the listener. Um, 
It's like AMSR, whatever it's called. ASMR. <laughs> so I'm also picking the Bills. Uh, Steelers, Bengals. Oof. Do the Bengals get the first one in the season? No. No. Steelers. <laughs> I'm going Steelers as well. Steelers yeah, me too. have a winning record again. Mason Rudolph's going to be all fired up. Oh, after last after, week? After yeah. that last Thursday night game. I think the Bengals are just laying down to get their cheeks clapped by everybody. Ten games to rest is boo-boo head, too. Boo-boo so. <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars, Titans. Jaguars, Titans. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Jaguars in this one. You know, Ryan Tannehill's been pretty, pretty decent with the Titans, but I'm picking the Jaguars. I'm going to be different. Ryan Tannehill has been doing well with the Titans. Yep. And I think he's just going to continue to do well. So, Titans for me. Now, my team's game. Patriots-Cowboys. Sorry. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I just wrote down stuff for the game. All right. Am I going? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going. No, you're going. I, you know, the, this is the <laughs> best offense in NFL versus the best defense in NFL. Uh, oh man, it's gonna be. This is a tough game. It really is. You know, the Patriots. Um, you look at the Cowboys' offense: Randall Cobb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Jason Witten, Blake Jarwin, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. Uh, the Patriots' defense got to play very well in this game. Um. I wonder who Stefan Gilmore is going to be on. I wonder if he's going to be on Michael Gallup or uh, Amari Cooper. Probably Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Then maybe like Jonathan Jones on Michael Gallup. They're going to have to double cover. Um, Patriots also have the double coverage of the McCordy twins. Yeah. So Patriots going to have to double, co- double cover um, Amari Cooper. Then Randall Carl probably open. They just got to shut down this really good offense. Um, if they can shut them down, I definitely can see the Patriots winning. But the thing worries me more about the Patriots as well is the Cowboys, they got a decent defense too, but the Patriots' offense is not that good this year. I think Tom Brady's at the point where he's really frustrated. He doesn't have enough weapons around him on offense. Um, it's going to be a tough game for the Patriots, but I definitely see the Patriots winning this game. I think they will shut down. I, I can't agree with you that the Patriots' offense hasn't been good this year. They, there's only, just at a quick glance of the teams, there's only like four, maybe five teams that have scored more points overall than the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and it's not by much. No, the Patriots are finally playing good teams. You know, they're beating up on uh, crappy teams at the beginning. You know, they played the Eagles last week. Eagles played them very well. Now they're playing another good team in the Cowboys. But I think the Patriots will pull away with this one. It's going to be a close game. I got the Patriots in this game. I think the Patriots will shut down this um Cowboys offense. All right. So, this is tough. So, I'm just looking at the numbers, right? The Patriots and the Cowboys, they have been, their offensives, offense has been basically identical in the sense of points scored. Yeah. The Patriots throughout the season have scored 287. The Cowboys have scored 286. Oh, but the Patriots have only given up 108, while the Cowboys have given up 197. And home field is good for the Patriots because they're 4-0 on the year. Yeah. And the Cowboys are 3-2 and on the road so far. So, 
This is tough. Yeah, the Patriots, they're going to have to double cover a lot of guys this weekend. Yeah. I want... Hmm. I'm just going to pick the Patriots. I was thinking about picking the Cowboys to where if they won, it helps me in the records here. And if they lost, it'd be worth the loss because the Patriots won. But I, if that was the scenario, I couldn't have let you get a game, another game ahead of me over my team winning. Yeah. So I got to match you on that one. Yeah, just, I mean, this is going to be a tough matchup for the Patriots. Yeah. It really is. But I, I just think I, I think they'll win. I think Bill Belichick has got a good game plan to get to Dak Prescott to sh- shut down Ziggler Elliott. Yeah. Just to shut down the rest of the uh, Cowboys offense. So we're going to go from one difficult matchup just straight into another. We got the 8-2 eight and, eight and two Packers versus the 9-1 and one 49ers. Oh, man. <laughs> gotcha. Tough, right? You know what? I'm going to go with the uh, 49ers in this one. Okay. I just think you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been the Aaron Rodgers. He has been the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's probably because he's getting up there in age. Uh, he's like, what, 36? Yeah, they got a tough matchup against a really good um, 49ers defense. Uh, I just think they're going to get to him. They'll get pressure on him to make him turn the ball over or even throw his receivers. Uh, just the whole 49ers team has been tremendous all season. I definitely think they're going to be here at this point. Um, yeah. I, I see them getting the dub in this one. I'm going with the Packers in you are? this one. I think the 49ers are still... Uh, a little too overrated in yeah. the sense of their competition. And I think the Packers will get the win, solidify a one-game lead over the Vikings because right, right. it's their bye week since we haven't talked about them and they're not in the Monday night football game. So the Packers would – my prediction of the Packers would be 9-2. and two. Well, the Vikings will stay at 8-3. and three. Packers have that one-game advantage in the division. So – Jumping into Monday Night Football's is game. This is a good game this week. Ravens, Rams. That's a really good game this week. Yeah, we got the six and four Rams and the eight and two Ravens. Give me the uh, Ravens, just the way they've been playing all season, the way Lamar Jackson has been. Um, I don't think the Rams' defense is ready for the, uh, an offense like this. Yeah. This is another team I don't think we're going to be good at this point in the Ravens. Um, no, the Rams, they've been kind of, yeah, they're over six, uh, over 500. They're six and four, but they've been struggling this year. Mm-hmm. They're definitely not where I thought they would be. This is another team. Um, but I just think the Ravens are a legit contender this year. Yeah. I got the I got the Ravens in this one. I think they're going to play well. I think Lamar Jackson will do well. I think so, too. I really wanted to pick the Rams because they have answers to kind of all the, the Lamar Jackson, they got Jalen Ramsey now. Yep. On the back end, they got Aaron Donald in the front mm-hmm. and other key players. But the Ravens, they're they're on a six-game winning streak. They're 8-2. and two. They beat New England easily, probably the best team in the league still. Yeah. And I then. think they're just still riding high because, let's see, if I go back into the Ravens, Last couple wins, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see. The last four weeks, I'm going to start with the most recent. All right. They won by 34. They won by 36. 
They won by 17, and they won by 14. And, yeah, one of those teams was the Bengals. Mm -hmm. But in those four games, two of the best teams in the league with the Seahawks and the Patriots. Yeah. So I think with them going against a team like the Rams, they are good, but they are not elite this season. So I think Ravens, they are one of the top elite teams this year. Yeah, me in, too. In I... particular. So I think I have to give it to the Ravens as well. And we picked one, two, three, four, five games differently. Again, I think So you can go up week. by eight, or I can go up by two, or we could be anywhere in the middle. Which, that's Hopefully ten games swing yeah. there in difference. So... Good luck. You too. Hope I'm gonna make put oh. some. I'm gonna put some parlays down on my bookie. Hope it works out for your case. Th- this is how I'm doing my uh, my bookie bets now. So I still have eighty dollars of free play. Yep. When I first made my deposit. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make one dollar bet parlays mm-hmm. with my free play money. So because with the one I did yesterday that I lost, bet a dollar, zero dollar risk because it was free play. Yep. If I won. 12 bucks. It's not bad. So I have 80 more tries to win big. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> so just do some quick, like three, four game parlays with $1 down. Try yeah. to win like 10, 15 bucks here and there. And then see how big I can get my account and then cash it all out or just continue playing. <laughs> so do you have any other stories you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. So let's wrap it up. John. Where can they find you, my guy? You can find me on Instagram at uh, John O'Halloran15. Uh, right now, I deactivated my Twitter because I really wasn't using it, but I'm using the uh, the TTL pod one the most. So, want to follow that one? Go ahead. Well, it's a good thing that you mentioned that you deactivated your Twitter, so I don't have to tag you in the tweet of the podcast now. Yeah, just because <laughs> I had to manually type it the whole thing. Yeah, I was I was just getting to the point where I wasn't really using it. Yeah. My my Twitter is mainly wrestling. Yeah, but I just tweet it out. Whatever happens, happens. But if you if you do like wrestling too, you can follow me on Twitter at William Kluski and Instagram at William Kluski. You can follow both the show on Twitter and you can follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram as well at TTL Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Share with friends and family. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye.